Yeah, you're right. This is 102.3 WHIVLP. You are listening to the Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving show uh, with Doc Griggs and Dr. Derry. Before we continue, let me just read a couple more quick announcements. The New Orleans Abortion Fund is hosting their sixth annual Sex Ed Bingo at the Catahoula Hotel on October 30th at 7 p.m. That is that today? No, that's tomorrow. That's oh, it's in two days. I don't even know what day it is. Your eyes are getting bad. <laughs> I don't know if they were ever good. <laughs> as, as four eyes over there is looking at me. Yeah, man, these, these, these are fashion glasses. This is, yeah. Four eyes over there yeah. is looking at me. They, they help me see the window to the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keep reading. You keep reading. You this is not your granny's bingo. Emceed <laughs> by the fabulous Ashley Branch. There will be sex trivia bingo, comedy, and saucy prices. Saucy. All event. Proceeds funds abortions for patients seeking assistance. More information is available at their Facebook page, which is bit so bitly bit uh, period ly forward slash sex ed bingo. We need sex ed in the state, y'all. Please take it from somebody who knows uh, and sees all the consequences of a lack of sex ed uh, in the state. This is very important. Two more announcements. The Innocence Project of New Orleans will be hosting its annual fall fundraiser, Harvesting Hope, a fundraiser for freedom on Friday, November 15th. The event will be held at the Tigerman Den located at 3133 Royal Street in the Bywater and will feature food, an open bar, and music by DJ Lunch Money and a silent auction. More information is available at www.tinyurl.com slash Harvest Hope 2019. And 102.3 WHIV is proud to announce New Orleans Airlift is celebrating 10 years of creation and collaboration with New Orleans artists and culture bearers. Yeah, you're right. Alumni artists include Lost Bayou Ramblers, members of the Animal Collective, Bounce artists Ha Cecil and Katie Red and Jack Mizrahi and Twiggy Garçon of the television drama series Posse. And members of the Louisiana Philharmonic Orchestra are returning to create new... Did you say orchestra? <laughs> yeah, are you making gumbo okra. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, okra? It's a Louisiana gumbo? Philharmonic... I wasn't going to let that go. O- okra. <laughs> no. Keep going. Come on. Go, go back to the okra. I mean, the orchestra. Come on. Yeah. Um, I can't get anything by you, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Louisiana you Philharmonic gumbo, uh, uh, Orchestra <laughs> are returning to create... <laughs> <laughs> to create new work at the Contemporary Arts Center, uh, which is at 900 Camp Street on November 9th. Tickets and more information are available at <laughs> cacno.org forward slash airlift 10th anniversary. All right. So those are all the announcements. And then lastly, we are wrapping up our fall fundraiser. Please consider becoming a member of WHIV. Uh, and you can do that by going to whivfm.org. That's whivfm.org. We're on air strictly because of folks like yourselves and all the amazing, uh, uh, wonderful feedback and memberships uh, that we have from the community. And we could not do this without you. We are not a radio station with a mission. We are a mission with a radio station and all wars. Eric Griggs. Ha! Yes, sir. It's nice to see your smiling face. I'm stuck on a gumbo. Look, what's in the bowl? What you got in this bowl? <laughs> it was okra, wasn't it? I thought, yeah, it was okra. I thought I was waiting for Were some smell, expect- some cooking. Are, are we not going to get uh, the uh, the dietitian who is it? The lubrious Karen Marie, the lubrious <laughs> RD. She reached out to me and said she misses being on the radio, so we got to have her back mm-hmm. with her salubrious self. She salubrious. she brings us food too, doesn't she? She does bring us food, and hopefully it'll be salubrious. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. Hold on. You usually stop me. Salubrious. What is that? Do we salubrious even... means healthy. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, Salud. So she uh, salud. 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 Yeah. salud. Yeah, yeah. Health. Yeah. 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 The, the, the lubrious part is the funny the part of the word. <laughs> right. Lubrious is always 
funny. Yeah, it's if and if you and if you Lube, without, it, without the lubrious, that word can be a little rough, right? <laughs> it can get a little slippery. <laughs> yeah, lubrious lets, lets a word just slide right out of your mouth. Healthy, just slide right out. <laughs> Oftentimes, you need a little lubrious. <laughs> so it's like salud, <laughs> salubrious. Right. <laughs> we've never talked about that word. No, uh, we've dude, never. The next time she comes, you knew in, it was you know coming. Salubrious. <laughs> salud. Hold on. It's a, what did she say? Salubrious nutritionist or the salubrious Camry, the salubrious RD. She's a the salubrious RD, right there. So, you go. But you know, you got to get your barrel. Salud. Salubrious. That's right. And yeah, you're right. Dude, that's why I've got some water here. I don't want to go dude, I don't even want to have dry mouth when I say salubrious. No, you're saying salubrious, <laughs> but, you, but you're drinking La Croix. La Croix. La Croix. Because you can't have a dry mouth when you say salubrious. No, you can't. It just comes out like salud. 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 For healthy, all right? Just be healthy. Okay? It's healthy. Get check, get fit, get moving, get salud. Get, right? get check, get health, get moving. Well, yeah, get get Drink some water so and, you can be salubrious. And get your flu shots. Get your flu. Oh, dun, dun, dun. There we go. Corny, award, corny transition of the day, and the award goes to. Moi. Dr. Day. Oh. That was smooth. Yes, we're talking, still talking flu shots. It was. Oh. I would say it was very. It was a slippery transition. Oh, yeah, man. You know, I'm glad they salubriated uh, salubriated the uh, transition with the runway for you. That's bad, but it's healthy. It is. It's healthy. It's got salud in it. Salud. Here, cheers. Salud. 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 No water. Salud. No, we're talking flu shots still. It's bad. Uh, three times the number. So the way that they measure it, the CDC from October to April monitors weekly. They do this monitoring of the incidence of flu. New right. Of well, flu. they're looking for influenza-like illness. Influenza-like in type A and type B. And, and it said ERs, right? Was it ERs? No, or no, no, doctors? no. So it's the what, doctor's offices. Right, right, right. Because we can't actually diagnose flu. I mean, we can. The, the right. test is not great. Right. What they do is they look for, uh, They look, basically, they go through medical records or reporting entities that look for things that look like influenza. So, uh, so you know, uh, watery nose, coughing, fatigue, fevers, yeah. you know, all the non-salubrious stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's all That's non-salubrious. All, yeah. But so, really, fever and body aches. So what's happening is they're noticing the national, the national average is about 1.5% uh, of the visits to the ER or the doctor's offices are uh, for those type illnesses, those I-L- type symptoms. ILI. ILI. Um, New Orleans is ground zero. Is uh, it really? In Orleans, yes. Orleans, Paris, ground zero. We're three times the national average. We're at four point five percent. Why is that alarming? It's alarming because it's very early in the monitoring uh, season. I mean, like I said, we monitor from October to April, and here we are at three times the national average. Particularly, I was on uh, Fox this morning. I wasn't on, but I accompanied. Uh, was there, and uh, the health director, Dr. Jenna Vegna, was there, and she works with the state, the city, the, the the CDC, the whole nine. And what they're saying is that it's really a lot more prevalent in kids right now. Right, kids are coming up with the influenza type B, um, and it's imperative that we jump on it now. It's not necessarily a. Are, predict- the, are these? Do we know if these are vaccinated kids or? We don't know. I'm sure so- if we dig a little deeper. Right now, we're just trying to get people to get vaccinated. And I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna love this part. We started talking in the green room. Everything happens in the green room, right? Of course. Um, it really came out. You know, is there champagne in the green room? No, but there's salubrious La Croix water. There's La Croix. Yeah, La you're Croix. right. Yeah. There's salubrious La Croix. La Croix water, right. There's salubrious La Croix. Um, but the, 
you know, I never thought about it though. All these people that say, "Oh, I don't get a flu shot." Oh, I don't. You know, I, that doesn't work for me. That. I don't think you've ever had the flu. No, yeah, there's obvious. I often say, <laughs> obviously, you've never. Uh, had yeah, yeah. The flu. No, no, no. What I always say is, uh, the first people who are in line for flu shots is the person that got the it pers- last. That's year. exactly right. <laughs> the person who got the flu last year, they are first in line for the flu. I swear, dude. It's that's. I swear to God, that's the case, man. <laughs> this is evidence based. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, if you get the flu once, oh, that's one what time. That's all. So, so no, I don't believe in flu shots. I never get the flu because I never get sick. Have you ever had the flu? No, obviously not. The flu. I can remember the exact. The last time I really had the flu, I can tell you the exact point, time, place. It was. I can't tell you the date. It was in February two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand eight. Um, Mardi Gras. I had just left my house. My buddy came to pick me up. I started sneezing, but blew it off because I figured the weather was changing. We got in his truck. You and chipped your tooth? No, no, that was long story. No, I was not being very salubrious at the time. That was, that's a that's a non salubrious tooth. <laughs> um, but I, I, we got less than half a mile away from my house, and I started getting cold. Well, then was it like this? Like it, it was like, like a sudden. I really, I felt like somebody jumped me from the back seat. Right. Oof. Right. And I started sweating. Then it got to Dude, the Mardi Gras days are like either you get you get hit in the face <laughs> with it. a bag of a beads or you get right. jumped from the back. The back. <laughs> <laughs> it's very non-salubrious time. <laughs> Wash your hands, drink your water, stay salubrious, and keep your teeth clean, and wear a mouthpiece. <laughs> but uh, literally, by the time he had, we we got to St. Charles and we we're about to get out, I'm like, I can't do it. I couldn't even get out of the car. Uh, he took me home. That was a Saturday morning. Um, I really don't recall. Everything was really foggy until that Monday. Right. And I was still weak. I was sick for two weeks afterwards. Right. Like, I mean, I lost. I can't tell you how much weight I lost. I don't remember. Right. I had no appetite. Had a headache. I mean, it was the... So when they say flu, I say shot. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> Did you yes. get yours? Yes, you yes, yes. Because yeah, right. yes, I was going to come in today and give you one on no, there. No, no. <laughs> so... We were talking about doing that. We're gonna, I wanted to uh, get with the, talking to the people at the city and the state. Too. Oh, did you? Should we, we do the same thing with the? Uh, uh, I'll go on the news and. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, like um, yeah, because uh, we want to talk about it again next week. But I want to start doing pop ups. Right. I think we can do some pop ups. We have access. There's an event going on in Jefferson Parish today. Let me look on Twitter. There's a, there's a flu shot event that a uh, Louisiana Department of Health. Right. You know, on. I was I saw that. So I got a bunch of uh, Facebook invites. Uh, where the the New Orleans Health Department is doing a bunch of these vaccine pop ups, and I, you know, we should get them on air next week. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. To start talking yes. about that, and well, the state is actually doing it as well. Is so it okay? Too. So Karen Marie, the salubrious RD, liked the tweet about yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you tw- you tweeted about the salubrious. I, I, yeah, no, I tweeted about the flu. So I'm gonna follow. Oh, okay. Look, dude, I'm not kidding. Look, read that. <laughs> read that Ooh. at the bottom. What's it say? Uh, register <laughs> salubrious RD, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a salubrious to you too. Your yes. phone is a little slippery. <laughs> yeah, that's because you had it so close to the La Croix. The Croix slipped off. Uh, hang on a second. No dry mouth with La Croix. <laughs> no dry mouth with La Croix. No, I'll tell you because your salubrious, salubrious comes out like La Croix. Yeah, salubrious. Uh, I'm gonna find the the. Tell me more about this event today. There's a pop up. That's oh uh, yeah, about. I don't. I I I I just got these. I don't know if they're today. You're the one. You mentioned details. the ones that details. was for today. Um, I would so, have to go so, quickly here. So it's a, this it's an awesome time, and a because I, I like it when you tell stories. Um, I didn't realize that uh, infectious disease was like is like watching like the History Channel. Right. Um, oh yeah. Let's go back to why the flu is such a big deal, and right. w- let's talk about why the Spanish flu. All this started. 
Oh, yeah. So the, the, the reason we have vaccines is because the flu, these vaccines, the, the diseases actually kill people. Right. What kills you with the flu? Uh, the, uh, well, oftentimes, I mean, the, the, the most common death, uh, that can happen is the post flu, uh, um, pneumonias that happen with staph aureus. Uh, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, that was kind of, this was what I was saying. So this is the, go ahead and talk about it. Right, right. So this is the, uh, these are vaccine clinics that are being held around the state. There's one today, uh, Tuesday, October 29th, uh, at the Metairie Parish Health Unit at 111 North Causeway Boulevard, uh, in Metairie. There's no out-of-pocket expense, open to the public, walk-ups are welcome, uh, and it also says to please bring your Medicare or Medicaid card, wear uh, short or loose-fitting sleeves, obviously, so that this way they can get to your arm. Vaccination <laughs> clinic, <laughs> an annual vaccine, is the first Put and best way <laughs> to protect yourself <laughs> and, and big, your family jacket. from the flu. More information can be found at LDH, that's the Louisiana Department of Health, that's ldh.la.gov forward slash fight the flu. So what kills you with the flu? So the, the pneumonias are, are can will kill you, but there could be complications along the way. I mean, it depends. I mean, there's different folks with different risk factors. For those that have uh, pulmonary problems, you know, you may develop pneumonia. Folks that have kidney problems, you may develop some, some organ failure. Uh, for those that have uh, liver problems, you may, again, develop some sort of hepatic or some sort of liver failure. So, it, you know, for, for those that are unwell, uh, especially those that are older and unwell, there, there could be potential multiple organ failures and involvements and... Uh, and of course, uh, like you were saying, you had no appetite. So one of the main oh, issues. Man. So why why is tomato? Why is chicken soup so good when you're sick? It's not. There's nothing. It's salubrious. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I said it with a straight face. Come on, keep, come on, you keep going, keep going. I said it with a straight face. <laughs> but <laughs> straight face. it's because chicken soup is a salty salubrious. <laughs> It's it's salty. It's a salty salubrious meal. There's nothing special about the actual uh, about the actual chicken soup. The reason why it's it's considered to be so healthy is the salt. And wherever there's salt, there goes water. Yep. Wherever sodium goes, H2O follows. That is a basic basic Bam. physiology physiology rule. So the reason why chicken soup is so important again is because of the ability to uh, get salt in you, and then when you have salt, you're going to drink. Because what happens when you're sick like that? You lose your appetite. And it's that loss of appetite that could potentially lead to dehydration, that could lead to significant problems, especially for those people that are in heart failure or those folks that are really teetering on the edge of health. So what I want you to think about, folks, is the fact that your body is at war. Uh, your body is at, at war with everything, including viruses and bacteria. They are trying to kill you. Knowing that you're at war with you have your body's healthy army versus another army, what do you think I would want to do, if possible, and it's a war tactic, to defeat the other army? I want to cut off its water supply, and right. I want to cut off its food supply. Right. Why? So it can be weak and we can overtake them. That's right. When the viruses and bacteria affect your body, they do the same thing. It's That's right. The, it's the art of war. Right. What? Right. Yeah. They <laughs> well, come what was in. that noise? <laughs> that, that was a salubrious noise. Yeah. That was very salubrious. <laughs> no, no, that, that's patented. Don't do that. Mm-mm. You got to pay for that. Twenty bucks. Yeah. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Pay up. Yeah. 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 Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks.
Back to the war. <laughs> we can't get to the war. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll get that twenty bucks. Twenty, 20, 20 bucks. Twenty bucks. So, <laughs> so what happens is your body is at war. So. Viruses and bacteria, they do the same thing in the body. What they do is they turn off your desire to eat and your desire to drink to weaken you. Uh, so your immune system will be compromised and they can overtake and win. It's the oh, it's a war. <laughs> if y'all can see. If y'all can, we got to get a camera in here. This is... There's gonna be a big. There's gonna be a big window here. Y'all can see the, ver- the sparring match going on right now. It's, when I tell you, it's going down. It's going down. Yeah, drink some water. Get some lubric- lubricated. Get, I'm getting. Yeah, I'm salubri- getting lubricious here. Get some lubricious. The uh, yeah. So so that's what happens once you stop eating and once you stop drinking. Uh, they say starve a fever. Is that true, Doc? Starve a fever. fever starve yeah, a cold nothing. fever. No, nah, no. You need there. to eat and drink right. as you can. Yes. Please right. eat and drink. Your yes. troops and have drink. no energy to right. fight if right. they don't eat. Your body is made up of what, 67, 60% water or yeah, something like something that? Like that yeah, if you don't have enough water, you can't fight. Right. So the, right. the whole point is to trick yourself. And where do, and those, and those, uh, uh, using your army, uh, uh, analogy, analogy there, yeah. uh, they live in, uh, uh, those are antibodies basically, yeah. right? Those are cells. And mm-hmm. cells live in blood. Yep. Blood is made out of water. So when you don't have enough water in your system, you're not going to be able to circulate those those that those military uh, entities uh, as effectively. And as we stay in that analogy, we stay on the field. Right. <laughs> right. What? <laughs> what? 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 As we stay there, the whole purpose of the flu shot and your vaccines is is a dress rehearsal or a practice run. There you go. Yes, so like your army can go out and fight to figure out how to fight when they see it. So when they recognize the enemy virus, they know it's enemy and they can fight it off. Right. They're going to be all salubriated. They're going to be salubriated. They could be in their croix. The croix. They're going to be completely salubriated. Not inebriated. Because no, no, al- no, no, alcohol no. is a dehydrating yeah. agent that takes water away from your troops. You don't right. want drunk troops. Nope. <laughs> you don't want a drunk army. <laughs> that little hot toddy you're talking about is getting your brigadier general all messed up. <laughs> the brigadier general get gets very, drunk. Very he confused. can't see. Right. Yeah, they start fighting each other. Right. And it's just no. No alcohol when you're sick. <laughs> drunk antibodies. Drunk antibodies do not. <laughs> you know so y'all gonna have to pardon our doctor humor, but it's the truth. You don't want drunk antibodies. Drunk antibodies are the worst. Drunk antibodies start fighting everybody. They start. They'll start fighting themselves. Which is all I mean. They literally exactly will, right. they will start fighting. The horses start kicking each other. That's the worst buddy film. It. That's the worst buddy film ever. Drunk antibodies. Drunk antibodies. We can make a cartoon. I think the kids will understand. Right. Don't get your antibodies drunk. You will not win the war. <laughs> um, but why is a hot toddy so good? Because <laughs> it 
It's the sugar that you put into it. It's, it's, it's sweet. Uh, it helps you relax. It's hot. It's, it's, all, it's, all, it's a temperature <laughs> thing. It's all. It's all. You get the hot toddy. So what happens? Here's a hot toddy, right? So you get a shot of whiskey. Then you put a ton of honey in it. <laughs> then you warm it up, and you make it feel real good, and it tastes real sweet. You could put water in it, and it would be. It's <laughs> <laughs> You'd actually be better off putting water in it and calling that a hot toddy well, with a do, little lemon. Dude, do you know um, – uh, in fact, I, I may need to play, pull this out. Did we ever talk about uh, State Senator Dudley LeBlanc? Did I ever tell you about no, this guy? No, no. You're scaring a, me now. No, a no, Louisiana no. State Senator, right, no, no, uh, from the no. 30s and the 40s. No. And he created – especially during the time of the uh, Prohibition, he created a kind of a cure-all uh, called Hadical. Yeah. Do you know about Hadacol at all? No. Look it up. H-A-D-A-C-O-L. Hadacol in Adacol is alcohol, right? A-C-H-O, right, right, right. right? And basically what it was was, and that was how in during the time of Prohibition, that was how they... <laughs> Had a call better than this. You can still get it on Amazon for seventeen ninety. No, dude. When I first got to New Orleans, Kuz, I, dude. When Kuzan you were at, when you were at charity, yeah, okay, there you go. Kuzan, Kuzan, No, this is some real Cajun. <laughs> some real Cajun. <laughs> this is authentic, real authentic Cajun stuff here, man. Deadly. Oh, dude, deadly. Amazon twenty five dollars, dude. When I first got here. There was still, yeah. From Huey Long to Kuzan. Yeah, yeah, to Kuzan. <laughs> Kuzan. Well, this is the book, right? But the when you were at Charity Dude, they yep. were still serving it on the, uh, it still was on the shelves. Because, really? yeah, dude, when I was, when I first got here, I got here in 2005. There were the old, two in stock, it. man. There Hurry you up. go. Better than this. Had to call. <laughs> dude, it, so it, go to the, uh, go to the uh, uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, when I first got here, the the old folks were still using how to call. Or it would show up on their med list that they were still taking how to call. It was still at charity. They were still serving it at charity, dude. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> how to call was a patent medicine marketed as a vitamin supplement. Its principal attraction, however, was that it contained 12% alcohol. It was 24 proof, man, which made it quite popular in the dry counties of the southern U.S. It was a product. A four-term Louisiana state senator, Dudley LeBlanc, a Democrat from Erath in Vermilion Parish in southwestern Louisiana. He was not a med- medical doctor or a registered pharmacist, but had a strong talent for self-promotion. Oh, man, you should see this guy. I, I, if you want, I could pull out my computer. The, st- the, the things that he did with Groucho Marx were so funny. Time he- Magazine once described him as a stem-winding salesman who knows every razzle-dazzle switch in the pitchman's trade. Oh, dude, this is some old-timey Louisiana stuff. In fact... I want you to read this, Doc. <laughs> the, the, the dosage. Dosage. Did you um? <clears throat> did you see the movie? <clears throat> you need some have a call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm a little dry. I need some salubri. <laughs> I need to salubriate my. Uh, Twenty four proof. <laughs> I need to salubricate my uh, my, <laughs> my throat. <laughs> did you uh, Did you see Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Yeah. Yes. You remember Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not a fat man. I'm a Dapper Dan man, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So do you remember there was the uh, the kind of this big heavy set uh, preacher guy, the yeah, guy yeah, who lives yeah, in New yeah, Orleans, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, John, John, John Goodman. Goodman yeah. Right. Remember he was this, you know, yeah, yeah, kind yeah, yeah. that. I think that they base that character That's on. That's the one di- on HBO now, though. There's a, there's a new one on now though, about a televangelist on now. Oh, yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he, and he's playing that part. He's doing that. Oh, I think I did hear about that. <laughs> uh, John was talking about it in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah, yeah. All right, the dosage. So we are talking about how to call. It. If you're tuned in, you are listening to WHIV. DJ Mikey G, <laughs> Mikey G, my boy Mikey G is listening. He said he gets his flu shot. Maybe this is better for him. Give him how to call. How to yeah, call. Give, how dude. To call. Yeah, yeah, Mikey G, how, how to call is what you actually really need. <laughs> how to call. Uh, this is the get check if it get moving. Show with Doc Griggs and Dr. Derry. I'm Doc Griggs. That's Dr. Derry. Or I'm Doc Griggs. Hey, no. Folks, he is sipping in studio. 
<laughs> I have a little helical. Time for his <laughs> ten thirty dose. <laughs> I've been salubricating myself. TID <laughs> since six a.m. This is his third dose. So they, so Groucho Marx once asked him why did he call it, why did he call it had a call, and he said he had to call it something. <laughs> and that's probably true. You heard it here, folks. First, folks. That's probably true. <laughs> All right. The dosage. The label on the tonics bottle clearly stated that the recommended dosage, one tablespoon taken four times a day, was to be taken in, quote unquote, in a half a glass of water after meals <laughs> and before retiring. However, some pharmacies in dry counties were known to sell it by the shot glass. <laughs> At least one bar in New Orleans French Quarter was known to sell a tassel cocktail with how to call as an ingredient. In Northbrook, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago, sales of Hadacol were limited just to liquor stores. Of course, in Illinois, they're like, here in Louisiana, they're like, yeah, yeah, wink, wink, nod, nod, we'll just look the other way. But, dude, and there's a lot of songs. I'm sure you've heard a lot of a lot of the New Orleans jazz repertoire have songs called like Hadacol Stomp on it, you know, because a lot of these folks. This is so real. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm reading the downfall. In a 15-month period in March 1951, he sold three... $3.6 million worth of the tonic. And then it, was, it wasn't until years later the FTC stated that the publicity behind the tonic was false, misleading, and deceptive. <laughs> Shocked. Really? Really? <laughs> so he lost. Snake, snake oil, man. So the bad publicity contributed to him losing uh, the gubernatorial election in 1952. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes. Oh, I think. That, I wonder if Jimmy Davis actually. I wonder if that was the one that. He, did he run against Jimmy Davis? Oh, no. He had to call us something. Yeah, he had to call. Jimmy Davis. <laughs> he was out there selling. Here's Louisiana. I'll tell you that. I think that that was the Jimmy Davis election. So it was either you were selling had to call or you had a cowboy on a horse singing uh, You Are My Sunshine. So they said he tried to re-enter the patent market. In 1954, with a lemon-flavored, non-alcoholic vitamin tonic called Carry On. <laughs> Unlike how to call it, quickly vanished from production. <laughs> it, it carried on into obscurity. It carried on into absolute obscurity. Wow. Wow. How to call is the ultimate salubrious tonic. It is. the salu- <laughs> Mikey G, get your flu shot and teach you how to call. <laughs> Better yet, just go to a bar, man. Dude, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll send you. Uh, I'll send you a great clip of uh, of uh, Dudley of Dudley LeBlanc and Groucho Marx. So, so needless to say, we don't want your antibody general antibodies in the That's troops right. drunk. <laughs> you don't want to have drunk antibodies. You want them to call somebody else. You would, instead of having you never call your doctor to get you a prescription for something that you need. Yeah, worst buddy film ever. <laughs> right, right. Drunk antibodies. Right, drunk antibodies. <laughs> Coming soon. To a theater nowhere near anyone. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, so that that's the whole point. The the whole water, you need to eat your food. You need to, and then that's the other thing. So why do we talk about washing our hands? Doc, why is it so important, especially if you think you might have the flu, to wash your hands? Yeah, because the, the number one way that uh, the flu gets in is through your nose. And oftentimes, just like I just saw Doc Riggs just rub his nose right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah did. he did. And did not, there's, I don't see you reaching for, here you go. Hang on a second. Look at I this. I need something. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, that's because it's a good thing you got me around here. Yeah, Look at that. That's, that's salubrious right in a bottle so right there. So can I drink this? How much? This is only... <laughs> This is only 6% alcohol. It, I know. It's not strong enough, Doc. I need a stronger dose. <laughs> Literally, 6%. How to call is 12. Yeah, I know. It was, you can wash your hands dude, with it. They served it in shot glasses in New Orleans bars. <laughs> like, so you could actually wash your hands. With, it would make your hands more sanitary. <laughs> 
<laughs> Washing nice. hands is incredibly important. The, the number one way that people uh, actually get the flu is uh, from uh, from their hands, and uh, <clears throat> and also it obviously is uh, transmitted through through the air. But those germs land on a table, and if you touch the table, then you touch your nose, just like Doc Riggs did a second ago. Yeah, yeah, I washed my hands. Now with the but I just had him wash his hands because leg diluted had a call called hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> diluted had a call. Yeah, I got some diluted head call in my yeah, pocket. Wash your hands with it, dude. You know, maybe worth actually getting a couple bottles. <laughs> Amazon seventeen. Yeah, no, 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 that's gonna be a done deal. <laughs> Where is it? I had a call. I had a call. Then he said he had to call it something. <laughs> I had to call it something. <laughs> Dude, I'm even sure that there's probably some great commercials or ads with had a call that are probably priceless, man. Oh, I can only imagine. Now, when you type up had a call medicine in Amazon, it does not come up. What we should do is uh, when we get the salubrious RD back on, we should ask her about, about the had a call. Uh, ask her about it. <laughs> Had a call. So with that, I want to, can you give the history of the flu, like the whole Spanish, like we, we joke about it and we make it palatable and we laugh and we try to tell stories and metaphors the whole nine, but the flu is serious. Right. How serious was that? I mean, let's talk about the cycle and right. then get to uh, that. Yeah, yeah. I like right. these cool stories. So essentially what happened was the, the story doesn't actually start in 1918. That's where most people think the story starts. Um, and, and it's a fair place for, for those that don't know the history to start it in, in, uh, uh, in 1918. The story actually starts about 30 years before that. Where And the, the reason why that's important is because when you look at who the flu, the, the typical annual flu, the one that we get flu shots for every year, usually affects the, uh, the elder and, and, the, and, and the infants. So the, what we refer to as the extremes of ages, right? So those that are at the youngest and those that are, that are at the oldest. But what happened was that that big epidemic of the so-called Spanish flu of 1918 actually affected the middle part of the population. So those were between the ages of like 20 to about 60 or 70. Those were the folks that were mostly decimated uh, in the population. And so how did we get there? Why were the elderly protected? Why the babies were protected? No one really understands. Hmm. But why the elderly were protected, we understand because 30 years prior to the 1918 flu, Mm -hmm. there was a huge flu that came through uh, uh, there was a huge flu that came through. Uh, uh, there was another global pandemic of a flu, mm-hmm. and nobody what, pandemic. What put it so pandem- pandemic? Epidemic. What's a right, pandemic? A pandemic is one that that uh, affects the globe. Mm-hmm. So there was a previous pandemic that had occurred. No one really talks about it. It was it, it, at that time. You know, viruses weren't even known. I mean, the me- mm-hmm. <clears throat> the understanding of medicine was obviously very different in those days. It was called la grippe. Um, la grippe. Oh yeah, the grip. La grippe. The grip. Right. Oh yeah, the grip. Right, the grip. Oh, yeah, the grip. <laughs> yeah. So very, stay away from me. We got the, the grip. Right. Very different, though, than when we talk about the drip. No, that's the drip, drip is... No, I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's right. Then there's the clap. Then there's the clap. <laughs> there's the clap. There's the drip. We're now moving into the world of Boy, STDs. Boy, that grip. I'm getting, man, you got that grip. <laughs> I don't understand why not everybody goes into infectious diseases. It is the best of all specialties. I am when I go in front of a room of medical students and I ask how many are going to ID, nobody raises a hand. Yeah. There used to be a day where I would go in at ten years ago and maybe two people would raise their hands. Now, dude, nobody's going in, and I don't understand. Maybe anyway. you got too much clapping and gripping and dipping, man. <laughs> Can't take all that, man. People, 
People are not trying to walk around all that on their mind. So, so keep going with the grip. You got grip. In 1918, they didn't even know what the vi- what a virus was. They it all thought they it, got was, the grip. They, it was uh, it was called uh, uh, Pfeiffer's bacillus was the organism they thought that they were dealing with. I grip. And uh, so what happened was that in 1918, the 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 big 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 H1N1, uh, which is the name of the virus uh, of 1918, came through with a vengeance. Sounds and familiar. Have we heard of that? We have heard of the H1N1. The H1N1 we we saw about was that like 12 years ago, yep. 11 years ago, yep. came through. Yeah, it was I God? Yeah, it was probably like 12 years ago. 12 years. Yeah. Uh, also known as the swine flu. Why is it called the swine flu? Because the, a lot of these, um, a lot of the Filthy flu, swine, yeah, a lot of a lot of the flu or uh, st- uh, or originates. Yeah, dude, so <laughs> originates in China. Yeah, and why China? So the reason is is that you have this combination of birds. Um, and uh, and pigs and 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 water. So the largest combination of birds and pigs and water that exists are in China, and they. <laughs> Come on, finish. Dude, finish you want story. me? You asked me to tell this story. Finish the story. Finish the story. The the largest, the largest density of pigs and birds and uh, and and water exists in 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 mostly uh, in in Asia, but particularly in China, where you have a lot of rice paddy fields. And the uh, uh, what happens is that the reason why they call it a swine flu or they call it a bird flu or what have you is that there's elements of either bird uh, DNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would be. I guess it would have to be RNA. Well, it would be, be RNA. It's RNA, yeah. but it's but it. I mean, it originates as DNA and then it flips over to RNA. The, fl- the the virus itself is is obviously RNA, right. but it originates in in bird DNA. Um, and then the same thing with swine. And what happened with some of these big, big, big epidemics is that it's when you have the combination of swine of, of swine flu, so flu that affects pigs, and then flu like uh, um, or flu that affects birds essentially. And and the, when f- because birds don't really have the same sort of immune system that we do, birds, when they get, quote-unquote, the flu, end up having a lot of GI distress. And when they have GI distress, they basically drop their uh, stool wherever as they're flying, and they will have copious amounts of it. Freshly washed car. And they'll drop their stool into the water uh, where the pigs are, and then that water where the pigs are, the pigs are there, and they are... Kind of Not doing what pigs do in water. Very appetizing conversation. Right. And you asked for it. I'm just saying, go ahead. And then the the virus gets into the pig snout. Yeah. And then that's when you get something called recombination. And recombination is a word that essentially means, in the setting that we're talking about mm-hmm. it, is that you have two viruses that are separate viruses, but then they recombine their, in this case, their RNA into a whole new virus. Mm-hmm. And it's a brand new virus. It's one that's never been seen before and it interestingly enough it's one in which people don't have a protection or immunity to 
They don't have any protective antibodies for them. And then what happens is that that's how that, the, these big epidemic flus start to circulate around the world. And so this is why it's referred to as a swine flu. And H1N1 essentially is the first example of what we now refer to as a swine flu. Mm-hmm. And it's the one that the one that we saw like 12 years ago that yep. originated, I think, out of Mexico uh, or certainly south, I think, of the U.S. I think it was Mexico. Mm-hmm. How many but people these, got wiped out? So keep going. No, there's there was no. So there no was there was there was three waves, <laughs> three waves. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> did you hear that dude just died? <laughs> no, like, I did, really? Yeah, he was the one who did the Karate Kid 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah, just yeah. died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, very salubrious. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you need to salubricate that. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> that serious <laughs> phrase. That's crazy. Dude, we haven't even had a show yet. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> All right. Um, there was three waves of the flu. Pay no mind. In 1918. Yeah. There was an early wave. Uh, in the early 1918s, there was a very, very serious, serious, very serious wave in late 18, 1918. And then there was a, uh, a, a lighter phase in 1919. So three waves circulated around the globe, and it was responsible for what ultimately ended World War I mm. because there was no soldiers fighting. And uh, ultimately, there are historians that are that actually link World War II to the flu because at the time the president uh, was uh, who was the president in 1918. It was um, I'm not good with that. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. He uh, he went and started NATO. He ultimately not NATO, uh, the United Nations. Um, he was he was a horrible he was a horrible man. Uh, tell me what you think about him. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. He, no, 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 dude, he was he was the guy that like he screened um, like Birth of a Nation at the White House and okay. stuff. He was like it, like he was a terrible, terrible guy. So, uh, but they all were. They all were. I mean, let's just be frank about what the, the what the history of this country was and and is right. So, but that's another story. So anyway, he uh, goes over when they uh, uh, they signed the the Treaty of Versailles. So as they're getting ready to to create the Treaty of Versailles, you have uh, you have France and uh, and and the UK. Uh, then you have uh, Germany and you have uh, uh, Italy, and then you have the US. And those are the five countries that came together. The the French and the UK were being very very punitive for obvious reasons to Germany and to uh, to Italy. Italy because of uh, fascism. Uh, Germany because of creeping fascism, and they wanted to punish them for their their involvement in World War One. Um, the American president at the time, I can't remember who it was off the top of my head, um, was. Uh, <clears throat> um, Kind of the intermediary between the two, the two uh, 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 different uh, uh, parties. You had UK and France on one side. You had the um, uh, you had uh, the Germans and the Italians on the other. And he was trying to create a, a less punitive 
approach toward how to deal with these countries at the end of World War One. Mm-hmm. Well, this president himself ended up getting the flu and sat out two to three weeks worth of meetings. Wow. And in his absence, what ended up happening was uh, in his absence, what ended up, no, it wasn't Truman. It, it was before Truman. It was not Truman. Thank you, though. Uh, it was uh, uh, anyway. Uh, just somebody do a search of President uh, 1918. Um uh, Truman came in like the 40s, I think. Uh, and so, uh, what was it? There we go. Wait, Roosevelt? No, it wasn't Roosevelt. Wait, come on. Just come on. Come on. Somebody be serious here. <laughs> it was not Roosevelt. Um, what happened was then the, the treaty that ultimately got, uh, that got signed was incredibly harsh with very, very austere policies toward uh, Italy. And it was, it, no, it was, um, it was Wilson. Wilson was the yeah. I'm horrible with that dude. I think it was yeah. I think it was Wilson, um, and uh, what ultimately happened was that there was these austere policies that got enacted onto uh, Italy and uh, onto uh, Germany. Germany, when we say Germany, we also include Austria in those days as well. So what ultimately happened? Well, because of these incredibly austere policies coming out of World War One, you had this you know very kind of rural kind of um, just. Uh, Aust- Austrian, uh, just nationalist, uh, uh, who kind of ra- rose through the ranks of politics, fighting against that austerity. His name was Hitler, mm-hmm. and he became yeah, a, yeah, he became a hero yeah. because he was a folk hero because he was trying to fight against these austere policies that were uh, uh, enacted uh, upon uh, Germany and and, and 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 Italy. And of course, out of Italy rose uh, you know uh, horrific fascism. And of yep. course, the same thing happened in uh, in, uh, in in uh, in World War Two during. Uh, 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 with the rise of the Nazis as well. And so that's how you can link, uh, and, you know, and that speaks to a, a different point too, uh, Eric, about how infectious diseases are actually linked uh, to the history of, of, of human beings. Uh, I yep. mean, certainly HIV is a great example of that. Uh, obviously, syphilis, gonorrhea, I mean, all of the major histories, uh, you know, when you, you, there are so many places where infectious diseases kind of collide into, uh, uh, into the history of humanity. There are some people even, even claim that. Uh, that viruses, the way we, we talk about viruses, that viruses are actually responsible uh, largely uh, for human uh, evolution uh, as well. And that's a whole other story. And that's something that I, I think is really fascinating and I do agree with. If you're tuned in, you are listening to 102.3 WHIV. This is the Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving, Get Salubricated show with Doc Griggs and Dr. Derry. That's Doc Griggs, who unfortunately is not doing anything to make me laugh so I can actually complete no, a sentence to, just, for the first time in four <laughs> Five minutes. Serious face. I'm just, just trying to let him finish. Because <laughs> when, when I get ready, <laughs> totally called you. <laughs> twenty dollars. That's twenty bucks, man. <laughs> hey, last week we had that. We had your students here. How come your students aren't here today? So they rotate through uh, weekly, and believe it or not, one of them. Actually came to the TV studio sick on Thursday. Yeah, I was like, you need to go home. We're talking about the flu. You need to go home. <laughs> That's great. So how's the, uh, how's the foundation going? What's going on? Uh, things are going well. Rocking and rolling. I'm just putting some things in place for the adults to do as the students rotate through. I mean, uh-huh. it's, it's, we're, 
we're we're still moving. And how's the center? Center's great. How are you utilizing it now? St- same thing. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday through Friday. Mondays is the medication mint. Wednesdays, tasty Tuesdays, walking Wednesdays, thirsty Thursdays, and follow up Fridays. But I, as I said, I'm restructuring some stuff. So the it could be more of an exper- experiential for the students right. and the lattice work and the foundation of it is done by the um, adults. But there's a lot of there's a whole b- bunch going on. Is right the now. community getting involved in stuff? Community, I mean, yeah, we got the community involved. Everything's yeah. When when it's time to really push and boom out, we will. Uh-huh. But like I said, we're restructuring some things from the. And inside. is that your primary office now too, or? Well, it's one of them. No, no. I haven't seen you at the shop in forever uh, because I go when no one's there. When are you there? Yeah, are you I still go going there. Monday nights? Or? Go at nights. No, we don't go on Monday nights. I go on other nights like, uh-huh. when you're there. Because I, I have three or four different offices. Right. Yeah, because I'm usually there at nights as well. But I, just I haven't go, seen you in a long time. No, because I've been going out to Harahan, which quiet. Uh, like, really, really quiet. Even though the CAC is really nice. Love it to death. But when I need to go. Yeah, no, the I, office I, I out, know. The I, office out in Harahan reminds me really of, like, a high school or college uh-huh. uh, classroom. With the lights and the ice, I got to bring you out. You got to come out there. Yeah, I know. It's I still really haven't. I haven't been out there. I don't know if my car will make it. I'll <laughs> probably run out of juice now. Liana was looking at a at a new electric, uh, or she was just kind of kicking one around. But that, they're at two hundred fifty miles now of uh, of, uh, of being able to get around. Mine is started at eighty miles, but now it functionally has more like sixty miles or fifty ish miles on a charge. So the fact that they got it down five times is great. So. so do y'all carry an extra battery pack? No, like, what I mean, happens I mean, if I you get to I don't, but I don't go to Baton Rouge. Like, mm. I, I'm not doing that. I don't, like, whenever I have to go and drive and do something for, like, access or whatever, yeah. I, I always rent a car. It's like yeah. a walk into her. It's just, you know, and the grant pays for all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that was part of me getting the grant. They have to include a, a section in there that allows for a rent a car because, obviously, I can't, you know, my, my car just doesn't get around. It was first one of the first electric cars. So it's obviously it's not something that's getting, you know, that's going to be getting around very much. But, you know, last night I actually had a conversation with a, my first presidential candidate. I've never done that before. So who? What, tell me what His happened. name was Howie Hawkins. He's running for the Green Party. Um, okay. And uh, he's met a queen this year, President. <laughs> yes, right. I actually just saw a picture of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, was fun. I actually just saw a picture that of that. That was super dope. Yeah, I, I have some friends that uh, got a grant to do some artwork uh, in the Congo, actually, as part of a kind of a mediation between some warring factions. They're going to be using art, and they are utilizing some folks here in New Orleans. Uh, I can't get into any more specifics than that because they want to make the announcement themselves, but I did think about that. Uh, and then, of course, in one of my news feeds, the picture of me, you, and the and the queen yeah. kind of, it just rolled by. Yeah. I don't know how or who put it up or whatever, yeah. but I thought that was kind of cool. So, so I want to talk about that, though. So, Ebola and the Congo, I haven't heard much. Tell me what, what, what happened with that. Well, like, did I they mean, find a cure? No, 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 no. So, they're, was that they're false? Able to, no, 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 they're able to vaccinate. They're just vaccinating everybody. And, and again, just like we were talking about a second ago, uh, wherever you have conflict, you're going to, you know, infectious diseases and conflict are just two devastating forces. Yeah, man, if you infect me, we're going to have a problem. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's, there's, there's that too. Be, yeah, yeah, we have problems. No, <laughs> seriously. When people start getting sick and dying, there's civil unrest. Yeah, there's civil unrest. There's but but civil do you unrest. remember Remember the old commercials? In the, I'm sure you remember these in the 70s. I wasn't around, but when you had the guy. No, because the, you were at work. <laughs> <laughs> He's too busy at work and voting and buying how to call because you could. 
Twenty dollars, man. Twenty dollars. Uh, Keep them up. Do you remember like Keep one guy? Up. One guy's walking down the street. The other guy is like not looking, and then they bump into each other. One guy's eating. He's eating like a peanut butter jar, and then another guy's got chocolate. He's like, "Hey, you put your chocolate in my peanut butter. Hey, you got your peanut butter in my chocolate. Two great yeah, tastes that yeah. taste great together, right? Yeah, Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember yeah. That. In infectious diseases and conflict is the exact opposite. <laughs> No, we don't taste great together. <laughs> it's, the, it's the exact opposite. These are two great. These are not great they things. They do not go together. And they do not go together well get- unless you want to cause significant, significant harm. <laughs> and that's what they did in the Congo. And these war infactions that are happening in the Congo, they were going in and they were releasing, uh, uh, they were uh, tearing down the Ebola treatment centers and they were taking the blankets and they were taking the, the sheets. Yeah, they and were cutting they, up. They really did. And they, and they know how to instill fear wherever there's infectious diseases you're going to find fear that is without question fear and infectious diseases yep. also walk hand in hand people yep. are frightened about these sorts of things uh you know anything from the flu to ebola to obviously hiv and we've seen through the through the decades the uh the uh, horrific effects that stigma has on hiv those living with HIV and even trying to get politicians to do something, po- you know, positive in the setting of HIV. Yeah. Uh, and that's just horrific as well. But yeah, you know, so I, we haven't heard much about what's going on with, uh, in the Congo with Ebola. I'm, I'm hopeful that just means that things are better. Um, they have, they were able to get a vaccine. Uh, I wish I was vaccinated, uh, for it. And if I ever do do another, uh, uh Ebola, uh, response, I will definitely be getting vaccinated uh, for it. Cause there's no reason why, uh, folks that are on the front lines are, should you know, should not be risk. vaccinated. Right. right. You know, when I was, when I went back, when I was there, uh, in, uh, early 2015, uh, uh uh, working for WHO, there was no vaccine at the time. They were just starting to trial the vaccine, but there was no vaccine. So we were, you know, on the front line, uh, and uh, it, you know, it was dangerous work. But yeah. there was no vaccine, and fortunately, ended up uh, ended up okay because uh, you know, <laughs> I know how uh, Ebola is transmitted, and Ebola is transmitted not through the air. If it's transmitted through the air, it would be in a different story. It's transmitted through touch. Touch. You know, it's not transmitted through mosquitoes. So there's no randomness involved at all. So you just don't touch things. So sure. we lived in a, in a, a no-touch culture. No and touch it's actually thing. it's interesting because you know this is something that we should talk about here is what happens when a human being Can't is touch. out for four months and doesn't touch another human being. And you know, and I'm talking about shaking hands, giving hugs, None like of that. that. It just well, how was it? Was it? Uh, it's I mean, it yeah. Be, it was. It, I won't call it weird because I want to judge it, but it was. It had to be an, uh, a surreal experience. When, when they were like, interviewing me, they're like, "Can you go without touching?" You know, and I was like. I'm an infectious disease doctor. Yeah, I can go and not touch. But after a while, yeah, dude, like, it, this you is why, like, that though, right? yeah, it's, it, this is why, um, this, I, you know, like, we're tactile entities. We're social entities. Yeah. That's, we're, you know, as humans, we're animals that need to touch and yeah. need to feel it's and whatever. It. It's, so... it's, and again, this is nothing intimate here. I'm just talking about just it's straight just, up yeah, what's touching up? another, yeah, doing stuff like that. And in fact, that's very common. What we do is we usually just bump elbows. That's, that's what usually, it was over there. That's that's kind of the best that you could do is just bumping elbows. You could, you could not do even hand fat. You no, know, no, we would. You know, they, there was no. It was a very strong no touch culture. But then toward the end, they were just starting to bump elbows a little bit and stuff like that. And my last day, I just went around and hugged everyone and give a shit. <laughs> so I was like, fuck. <laughs> you didn't really care. <laughs> you didn't really care. All right, twenty bucks. Uh, yeah, twenty, 20 bucks. bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks. <laughs> 
That's 40. Yeah, well. <laughs> Needless to say, you didn't really care. Uh, you, 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 yeah, you kind of laxed in your, uh. I just kind of, yeah. I just, I, I, I just kind of walked around yeah, and just, and hugged everybody. What's up? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, this is why like solitary confinement is, is, is torture. That, that is done, you know, intentionally to inflict harm onto the most vulnerable, uh, amongst us and oftentimes folks that have mental health issues. And, and mm-hmm. if you have mental health issues and then you're put in solitary confinement for, and the amount of years that we put people in solitary confinement, Without, 10, 20, 30 yeah. years, 40 years, so the, the, the folks from, uh, um, Albert Ward Fox and, uh, um, uh, the Angola three, mm-hmm. uh, the amount of time for crimes, presumably they did not commit, uh, anyway, that's a whole other, uh, th- in fact, I think that's one of the things that we're doing here. Is it one of, is it IPNO? Yeah. The innocence projects of New Orleans, IPNO right there that we, we read about their, uh, their fundraiser that's coming up. Please. Uh, in fact, I'm going to read their, their fundraiser again. The innocence project of New Orleans will be hosting its annual fundraiser, harvesting hope, a fundraiser for freedom on Friday, November 15th. The event will be held at the Tigerman den located at 3133 Royal street in the Bywater and will feature food and open music. Uh, an open bar, <laughs> open music, an open bar, music by DJ Lunch Money, and a silent auction. More information is available at www.tinyurl.com slash Harvest Hope 2019. Y'all, this is such an important project that, that uh, all of the folks that we read PSAs for, no F- New Orleans Abortion Fund, uh, of course, Airlift, but the, the IPNO, Innocence Projects of New Orleans, is super important because they are the ones that are out there on the front line that are finding these folks that have uh, uh, that are in uh, uh, it, that are falsely incarcerated uh, and using DNA evidence to uh, to release them. What's what's so funny, dude? Mm-mm. <laughs> Just your expression of apathy. Of apathy? Yeah. <laughs> with, with with regards to the no touch rule when you were leaving, yeah, okay. that was yeah. <laughs> Just reflecting on your <laughs> expression. When you're apathetic, you're really apathetic. <laughs> when you're all in, you're all in. <laughs> when you're out, <laughs> uh, I just can't. <laughs> um, all right, uh, we got like three minutes. <laughs> Any upcoming events you want to read? Read us those uh, one of those flu vaccine clinics coming up. Um, sure. <laughs> Did you know that WHIV is a volunteer community? <laughs> Community radio stations. You want me to find it? All right. <laughs> We're able to honor independent voices with your support. Stand for human rights and social justice by becoming a member of WHIV today. Monthly memberships are flexible. That could be one, five, ten, twenty dollars for a month. Whatever works for you. Or represent WHIV with a T-shirt, tank top, fanny pack, or more. Or more found at our online store. Go to www.whivm.org and click support or store. Again, that's whivfm.org. Thank you for thank you for helping us honor independent voices in all wars, like the drunk antibodies. <laughs> Those drunk antibodies—they're the worst, man. Be on the lookout they, for that. But we're gonna make that movie. They are the worst. <laughs> how to call it something, dude? I we, I am gonna come back. We are gonna do the how to call stuff, man. All right, here's all right. Oh, I just had it. Here's one. All right, uh, and this is epilepsy training. What do they do? Here we go. Mass vaccinations. Here we go. Uh, Saturday, November twenty third, from nine 
1400. So that's 2 o'clock, 9 a.m. to 2 o'clock. Mass vaccination, exercise, and flu shot event. Dude, we need to be. How come we are not? We, we need, need to. Yeah, like, so manage your I tried this will. year, yeah, but like yeah. this is by the NOLA Health Department. Free flu shot. Uh, to practice uh, mass vaccination campaigns and emergencies. We'll set up at St. Bernard Rec Center, like appointed dispensing. Uh, and uh, so this is uh, uh, so this is a mass vaccination exercise on Saturday, November 23rd. Can we get the note? Should we get Jen on next yes. Tuesday? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to her. And no. if not, we can get Joe or Alex, Dr. Alex or Dr. Joe with the state, okay. one of the two. Yeah. But she'd be glad to. I mean, this is. Uh, seriously so let's just not we're not trying to raise the alarm and have people freaking out and scared but the fact that we are that high and setting the setting the bar right now for the rest of the country is not a good thing this early in the season right so we want people to be aware and cognizant of what's going on great any uh any events uh get check if it get moving get check if it get moving november we'll talk more in november because of bayou classic coming up Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, it's going to be a big deal. Yeah, that's when we should have been doing the vaccines. Uh, well, uh, we can next now. Year. No, we can. No, we have yeah. access to them now. But okay. the thing is, if you, you got to be careful because people won't come out to get stuck if you don't. Right, I know, I know, I know. Right, people and there's there un- unbelievable fears, and the worst is the people that are tatted or or have pierces and all over. And they're afraid of needles. And they're afraid of needles. All right, this is the salubrious uh, Mark Allendary with the salubrious the salubricated uh, Eric I'm Griggs. Not, no, I'm not salubricated. I'm just salubricated. I'm, like, I'm drinking a lot. Here we go. Hang on. I need some. Like, mm.